The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. Hi, this is Justin Powell, and I play Passenger on Into the Dungeon Presents Starfinder. Follow the crew of the Joe Lynn in the homebrewed Starfinder adventure featuring all your favorite science fiction tropes with a dash of fantasy like giant worms, aliens, boxes you definitely shouldn't open, bad improv technobabble, aliens, and so many more. This is Episode 6, Course Correction. Welcome to Starfinder. We are a short-form podcast on the Into the Dungeon Network. The best way to support us and what we are doing is through word of mouth. So if you enjoy the show today, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and of course, tell your friends. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome. We are here, and Creed is the Dungeon Master, and I don't have anything to say, so Creed, take us away. Alright, well I don't have any announcements either, um, so I guess... I'm going to do what I normally do, start off by asking for a volunteer to take 50 experience and go over what happened last session. I'm happy to do it. Listen, Cryptus will tell it from Cryptus's perspective. That's that's okay. perfectly fine, Cryptus. Cryptus's perspective, recap, go. From, from my perspective, last time was very disappointing. I think you should all know that up front. As it turns out, there is a ghost on the ship, but it's not the correct ghost. You see, I and Passenger brought over a, a dead ancient Sheeran, and I was very excited to talk to this ancient dead Sheeran for happy religious reasons. Well, not only is the Sheeran's ghost not on the ship, it's some android ghost is on the ship bothering Rima, but it's not even a dead body. It's a statue, apparently, says Rima and Passenger. Well, I'll have you all know I treated that statue appropriately and punched it in the chest. But I went back. <laughs> I went back to the engineering bay to get the ship fixed up. Passenger was obsessed about some screw that I told him was an extra screw. It's not that important. As it turns out, this android ghost is apparently friendly. Usually I shoot first and talk to the ghost later, but this one was nice, brought me tools and so on, and I, I appreciated that. Uh, Passenger and the captain decided to cheat Wretch out of some more money, so he now will have a uh, smoking-appropriate bathroom in the ship. I think Passenger was a little uh, confused by the request, but, you know, gotta do what the captain says, as, as are the rules. Rima, being the sensible paranormal investigator that she is, decided to uh, get a Ouija board out and do a seance. And the android ghost is apparently good at that and friendly. Her name is Elu. E... L-U, and the best I can tell, she said Mirian and Mining. I don't know what any of that means. It sounds weird and spooky ghost stuff. But she was also answering my questions from a distance. So, see, it's a polite ghost, even though uh, a little nonsensical to poor Rima. The captain came to me knowing I'd felt bad. He translated the stuff that was on that ship where that stupid statue came from, and apparently... The ancient Sheerans devoured that, that people's homeworld, as they deserved, for sending out stupid statues. And they left a warning and sent this warning on a ship out to many others. 
And so the captain gave me a, a cool little tool from that ship, and I was very touched. A, a reminder of the ancient Sheerans, even though I didn't get a real one. And then I told him, of course, that the spooky ghost is quite friendly, and he should go talk to Rima about it. I've never met a friendly ghost. And that's what Cryptus remembers from last Right. Pretty much. Thank, thank you so much. So I think that brings us to that very evening. Oh, let me pull up. I had the date <clears throat> on where'd it go? Wrong one. It is currently the twentieth of the first month of the year, and it's almost about to be the twenty-first. You guys are on the ship still, where we left off. Well, good night, Captain. Thank you for the tool. Good night, Cryptus. And, uh, Captain, the Jin will just kind of walk around the ship trying to see if he encounters any ghostly phenomena. Alright. Well, if that's the case, um, actually, I don't think you're trained in it anyway, so I'm not gonna look it up. Uh, go ahead. You can't use mysticism, can you? No. So, uh, you basically walk around the ship looking for weird stuff. Getting, making yourself more paranoid than you need to be, you know, walking fast, fast away from the dark areas so you can close the door behind you type thing. Um, but you don't see anything. And then I go to bed. And he goes to bed. Rima, passenger. Um, I need to update my star dates. You said it's the 20th? Yeah, that's where I had it at. Cause that was the day I and then no day has past since I said it. <laughs> Pinned in one of the chats. I think it was the public one. Yeah. It was 2991-0120. It was year, month, day. Rima? Passenger, what are you guys up to? Passenger. Rima playing it playing electronically is fun <laughs> yep a passenger would probably make his way to his room if he hadn't already and he would spend the evening uh, perhaps reading one of the books from his bookshelf and of course making sure that each item on the shelf was neat and particularly placed and after kind of adjusting that screw that was left from the day before, that's still bothering him, wondering the, uh, or from earlier in the day, rather, uh, bothering him as to what it may have come from, he'll pick up uh, one of the books from his shelf, uh, let's say uh, Electric Sheep and Consciousness, and he'll take it and have a seat over in the corner and, and, and just give it a little read before nighttime. I have to Google it to see if that's even a real book. It's, it's, I think it's a joke about the... So you're in bed. Uh, Rima, what about you? Rima's gonna ask a couple more questions. Will opening that box kill you? Uh, it's spelled, the box begins to spell out, I don't know. Do you want me to open it anyway? the the card moves down to the question mark. Uh, 
is that not the door you were talking about opening? It goes to D, O, and stays there a little while, then hits R, and then back to the question mark. You are the same person that told me to open the door, right? It's... It goes to yes, and then to the question mark. And then it'll move to M, E, M, O, R, Y, Stops for a minute. F-U-Z-Z-Y. Memory fuzzy. Got it. Got it. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna figure out what to do, Elu. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go to bed. Good night. As you get up to walk away, you see the card. Like, you get to the, um, stairs, and the card begins to move a little bit. Um, you look back and kind of see it go, do the okay at the very end. And, uh, I guess everyone goes to bed. Um, let me roll something right quick. And it is the next morning around. What time do people set their alarms is, a, I guess, is a better question. Rima always gets up in order in time to make uh, the captain coffee. All right, so you're up at, I guess, 5 o'clock, 5 a.m.? Sure. All right, so you're up, you make coffee. Um, Wretch is still sound asleep. He is out cold, and uh, yeah. So you go up there, you make some coffee, clean up a little bit, um, and the card has this still sitting on your little makeshift Ouija board. Captain Jen, Cryptus, passenger, anybody? The day before has exhausted Cryptus, he forgets to set an alarm, and he just sleeps. All right. Passenger? Passenger's alarm will go off at exactly 5 a.m., and he will prepare himself for the day and uh, and make his way to engineering. Do you, uh, Rima, as you um, get up, you pass passenger, and he climbs up into engineering, and you head to the galley. That leaves Captain Jin. Uh, Jin will probably snooze until about 5.20, 5.30, grumbling about what. <laughs> Rue keeps waking up so early. And then he'll get up and uh, get ready and then try to like sneak out and into the bridge to make it seem like he's been there the whole time. Roll stealth check. <laughs> Where am I at? Let's see. Eight. Yeah. Eighteen. 
All right. Um, that's that's pretty convincing. Um, you do. So you 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 get to the uh, bridge and um, just so you're aware, there's already a hot cup of coffee there. So um, one person may not be entirely convinced that you were always there, but um, you do sit down. Everything at your consoles look normal. There's nothing uh, strange going on, and uh, you know that you'll reach the next sector within two days. Okay. Um, and then he's just gonna be kind of thinking about the situation and uh, trying to figure out really what to do. Okay. Is there anything in particular that everybody want wanted to accomplish today? As far as the role for today, there's no random encounter. So, Rima's gonna send the captain a, me a message saying, um, "When you're fully awake, come find me." I need to talk to you. Um, probably around, let's say around six o'clock. I'll, I'll finally be ready and I'll respond. Uh, where are you at? I'm in the galley. All right, I'll go to the galley. You see the captain walk up and sees you at the table with um, Ouija board in front of you. I walk in front of her. Morning, Rima. Captain, the, uh, whatever's in the box is named Elu, and they don't want to be there. Is that our ghost? Elu? Yeah. They're, uh, they're being used for Mirian mining. Is that what they said? It sure is. Mining. Um, I want to make like a culture check or something just to see if I, I, if that sounds normal as to how the tier makes their currency or not. Go right ahead. So, I mean, I don't know if it's common knowledge, but let's see. 16. All right, well, you would know that the way that a Mirian is made is through code and through, uh, you know, blockchaining and things like that. It's it's designed to create a, the tier use it because they're elves, they live a long time, they would need to use it as a currency that can last no matter what other inflation is happening. Um, but using a Android's positronic brain, that's not exactly something they're into because they have their own computers to do that. They don't need to necessarily dive into some ethical moral questionability, I guess you could say, in order to have that happen for themselves. Okay. So Jin is, is 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 silent for a minute. He's just kind of looking down and he's, you know, like his upper arms are crossed and he's stroking his chin and his, you know, lower arms are holding a cup of coffee and occasionally he, you know, I love being a four-armed character. Um... He's silent for about 10 minutes, Rima. He's just thinking. He's he's thinking all these things through. Yep, I can hear that. Rima. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think that's how the telepathy works. I'm kidding. It's not, yeah. but it's fine. You can say it does if you want to bluff. Because most of the thoughts were, fuck, 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 what have we got to do? <laughs> um, okay. So Rima 
or, or he he looks up at Rima and he says, "Okay, I think everything kind of makes sense again. Not necessarily how an android has a ghost. I assume you've spoken to Passenger about that." A bit. It. I'm I'm still not totally sure what's going on with it either. Interesting. And and Cryptus said that. Emu was helping him repair the ship. Have you noticed anything like that? Not ship repair wise, but they can move the card. Yeah, yeah they they were the moving tools or something apparently. For it's interesting, but <laughs> interesting for another time. We need to think about how to get out of this mess we're in. Uh, Rima, what do you know about Miriam? Uh, it's money that you can't use most places? It's the currency of a mega corporation. Um, we went to their office, Cryptus and I went to their office back in Castroville. Yep, I was there too. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so Tyr Kinnair, they, they use it as their private currency elves. Um, I don't think this doesn't sound like something they would do, using android brains. This... This seems like... <sighs> surprise of the century, since we're going to the planet of criminals. Some kind of counterfeit operation. I mean, more than that, it's... basically slavery. I think they do that on Akaton. I've heard rumors. Yeah. No, this is all kinds of sticky. Hmm. Okay. I think our... Clearly we cannot meet with Venkot. Venkot, wait. Wretch was going to pay me 3,000 credits to bring my crew, which includes an android, to the meeting. Like his bottom fist goes on the table. He was going to double cross me. <laughs> All right, we need a new plan. Captain, I don't think we should go to Akaton. Can we make it? If if we don't land there, can we make it somewhere else, or we, do we have to stop for fuel? Uh, what does Jin know about Avalon? Greed. How do we want to rule that? Can do a culture check if you'd like. Thirteen. Let me pull out the book right quick. Sure. So I, I put my data pad on the table and I pull up my navigation charts and uh, I kind of like show the area we're in and like just kind of center the screen so that it's Castroville in one corner, Akaton, and Avalon. And whatever creeds about. You know that it's um, basically an industrial planet, mostly. It's got lots of, uh, it's mostly just industrial prowess, several groups in Avalon. Um, it's it's constructed in me from mechanized races from across the galaxy. They're here to search of acceptance, so you, you know that there's a lot of the, um, um, what's it called? The, I know it, the Android Abolitionist group is very heavy there. 
Um, let's see, first one. Yep, that's that's what what you know right now. Okay. Uh, oh, I got I got to give you this one, this little bit of information as well. Kasathas primarily travel to Avalon for two reasons: exploration and research. Avalon maintains immense data archives, and while many have been transmitted to various infospheres across the system, some of these archives require on-site access to protect sensitive data. Do I figured that relevant? Do I think the tier might have an office? on Avalon, being that it's industrial. Yes, absolutely. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I look at Rima and I say, well, we could probably change course to Avalon. I think we have enough supplies to make it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do we do about Wretch, though? You had enough supplies for about two or three jumps. Um, this is still within that range. It's only one more jump from what you had initially planned. Yeah, so I'm not like, let's go to the Ardari. Um, well, Rima, I don't think Wretch is very bright. It shouldn't be too hard to keep him in the dark about this. He, he doesn't strike me as an evil slaver so much as just the bagman who maybe is the perfect fall guy if he gets caught. I mean, Captain, you were just talking about how he's probably trying to sell passenger into slavery also. I, I think he knows what's going on here. Yeah, that would definitely be the case, but he doesn't necessarily know where our ship is. So, we can definitely keep him in the dark about any changes like that, and as I'm talking, I pull up the diagram of the ship and see if uh, Rima's orders, if the door has opened and closed since she left it this morning. Door still closed. Hasn't been opened since she left. Okay. He's sound asleep. He probably, you, you've noticed he's been with him a couple days at this point at least. Um, he hasn't gotten up any later than 9 a.m. Um, any earlier. Any earlier. Yeah, and once it becomes obvious that we've deviated from this path, we'll just have to restrain him somehow, or see if we can't bluff our way through it. Keep him in the dark. Probably not going to act on is a good idea. I would want to go talk to the tier. I would want to bring this to their attention. I'm not sure they know that there's this kind of counterfeit operation going on. And they might be able to help us. Maybe just a reward. Because if they don't know about this, and the Miriam that he paid me with, they exchanged it in Castravel, then clearly they cannot detect these. This might be a good idea. This might be a, a good break. Talking to the tier. Jin's just kind of like stream of consciousness. Um, talking with Rima. And then, then he looks up at you and he's like, What do you think of that stream of consciousness? <laughs> do you think they can help Elu? I'm sure they could. And if they couldn't, Avalon is covered in sentient robotic organisms, SROs. Uh, anocytes, I think, is what they were called. 
they more than likely will be able to help if we can't. Rima um, looks to the Ouija board and says, Elu, have you heard any of this? It goes to yes. I'm going to make a will save, save, see if I get freaked out. <laughs> oh, good. Like I said, you, you, think, uh, you think Rima moved it with her mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I give her a wink. It's like, well, I don't like making these decisions unilaterally, so let's wait until we can have a crew meeting. Elu, keep... what do you think about going to Avalon? Um, it spells out N-O-T-H-O-M-E. Where, Where is your... your home, Elu? I say out loud. It spells out uh, C-A-S-T-R-O-V-E-L. They... We can't turn back there just yet. If we go to Avalon, they could probably help you. We, we don't know what we're doing here, really. Crossing an Avalon crime lord is not a good idea. Wretch told me that when we met. He said that if we cross Vancott, Vancott will know. I think we have to assume that somehow Wretch told Vancott about us and about our ship, probably even sent the transponder information. Just to say, these are the people bringing me, if I get double-crossed. So, plus the fact that Wretch was entrusted with a lot of money, apparently. Even if it is counterfeit. Yeah. We're gonna need... We're gonna need help to be able to solve this. Passenger, what are you up to? After spending some time in the engineering... Uh, I'd like to use a, a, a standard action to use my magic hack um, detect auras, which allows me to 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 hold on. Let me read it. This is new, and I just want to use a new thing. Um, hold on, I have it written down. As the as a standard action, you can scan the auras of creatures or objects within a 30-foot cone. So the 30-foot cone I want to look at is the equipment inside of engineering. And so what? Um, and I am and what it allows me to do is it allows me to gain a plus two insight bonus to identify items. Additionally, it allows me to gain a plus two insight bonus to my next medicine or engineering check to treat it or repair it. All right, so you're using this magic hack. I want you to make an engineering check for me. And I am looking for where this missing screw goes. Damn, I was going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> they came in packs of 11. We needed 10. Come on, guys. <laughs> That's 13 plus 7 uh, plus the 2. So 15, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 22. You do find where this screw went. It was holding up a clipboard on the wall. Yes. I, uh, I will immediately turn on my heels, return to my room, 
go to where the screw is, pick it up. Notice that I left the book out last night, put the book away. Take the screw back to engineering, replace it, and rehang the clipboard before wondering where Cryptus is. I'll make my way down the down the corridor to Cryptus's room. About what time is it at, at now? Like how much time do you think has passed doing all of this? And they're kind. Of, what, Let's man? see. They started their conversation around six zero six hundred. It's probably about zero six forty five, as you okay. have for the first time used a magic hat. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Player to player, Nick, having been on the ship with you, is this what what time does Cryptus usually wake up? Cryptus is usually a, a six AM sort of fella. He's okay. about forty five minutes overdue. But as you get closer, mm-hmm. you start to feel the telltale signs of Cryptus's presence. The ship is trembling slightly, but it's sort of a mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll approach the door and I'll hit the little the door chirp, the the the, the standard sci-fi door chirp that's on all spaceship doors. GM, what do I roll to see if I hear? <laughs> um, roll perception at a negative two because you're asleep. Oh, I have so many negatives. <laughs> Twelve minus two minus two, so eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're still your snoring is louder than the knock. Is I don't know if this is an appropriate time for a take ten or take twenty, but I'm not leaving, and I'm going to keep hitting the chirp. <laughs> Eventually, Cryptus wakes up after about five minutes of this. What? What is the chirping? Are we under attack? And he grabs his reaction cannon sort of braces it, opens the door. Passenger, you have a giant cannon in your face. I don't react to the cannon at all. Uh, Cryptus, I owe you an apology. The screw from last night went to a clipboard. Sorry to have bothered you. I turn on my heel and head towards the bridge. Uh, Where am I? Oh, Cryptus will finally get up. He's like, oh, oh shit, the captain hasn't noticed. And suddenly y'all start to feel the actual signs of Cryptus's presence is aggressive feet feet thudding. I'm in engineering. I'm in engineering. Captain didn't notice. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> when when I arrive, uh you y'all were on the bridge, is that right? Galley. Galley. I, I mean- they were up in the galley, so the the bridge is empty. Operations is empty. I'll make my way up to the galley, and uh, upon seeing Captain, morning Captain, morning Rima, uh, just came from engineering, all looks well, Cryptus is down there taking care of business as usual. What, um, what is the plans for today? Save a life. (sighs) Screw over some, uh, bad guys. Double cross the client. Why the sudden change? Oh, the 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 ghost is named Elu. Yeah. They don't want to be here. I don't. I don't. Let's let's only tell the story once. I pull up my uh comp my my PCU 
and ping cryptos. You get an in almost instantaneous response. Of course I'm here, Captain. What do you need? Uh, Cryptus, you've been in engineering long enough this morning. Why don't you come up to the uh, galley? We've got some things to discuss. Yes, of course, Captain. Uh, uh, on my way. Thunk, 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 thunk. You're all. Cryptus runs in go. and he's like unshowered, kind of like like hazy. Like, yes, hard work today, Captain. Yeah, yeah, yes. He has let's, the cannon in his hand still. Yep, I I go along with it. Absolutely, yeah, hard work for for the ghosts. You, you don't understand, Captain. Right, 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 right. right. Okay. So... so Rima, Rima explain your part, just to make sure we're all up to speed about Elu. And then I will explain the rest. Alrighty. Uh, Elu, say hi. And I just gesture at the Ouija board. It moves to H, moves to I, moves to the exclamation point. Gun snaps up. Reflex save to like have a hand ready to snap out and stop the gun. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll for the reflex. And um, why don't you also make a reflex save there, Cryptus? Four. I just woke up. You stop. You stop him from shooting the table. Yeah. Yeah. Like lower lower arm. I'm just like it's okay, Cryptus. Wait, is this the ghost I like? Oh, oh, sorry. Hi. Hi, ghost. You, you feel the uh, safety on your cannons switch on <laughs> so that it's, it's on safe without... You didn't do that, but it, it happens. So, Elu is being used for Mirian mining. And they, the, their home is Castravel. We might be going to Avalon to try to get some help in saving them. Because um, they don't want to be part of this. And we're not going to, you know, be transporting slaves or allowing slavery. Wait, is, is Mirian Mining not, not their happy job? That they work happily for a captain? This is something new. Remember, we went to the Tears office on Castrovel, Cryptus, and we had to trade the currency in. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's Mirian, and I am like 95% certain this isn't how the elves make this currency. So I'm thinking, with all the facts falling into place, criminal organization, Akaton... Wretch being free to spend all of this money that no one should have entrusted him with in the first place. It's clear this is a counterfeit operation. And so, as Rima just said, and Rima's right, we probably shouldn't go to Akaton. It's their home territory. We won't find much uh, support there. But if we go to Avalon, we might be able to find an office for the tier, bring this to their attention, see if they can't help Elu do something about Wretch, and maybe even help us uh, hide from any potential retribution. I am very certain that somehow Wretch has told Vancott before we left Castravel who we are, given him our ship's transponder, everything. So it's 
dangerous, this plan of double-crossing him, but I, I do agree with Rima, it's the right thing to do. What are your thoughts? Do you want, do you want the Yosoki to have an accident, Captain? Lifts up the gun. No. The safety switches off for some reason. <laughs> no, no. I look at Passenger and I say, I don't know if you all remember, but when Wretch came aboard, he told me he was happy we had an android and offered us at that moment 3,000 credits to escort him to Vancott. And I look at Passenger just to see if you know he can connect the dots too. Can I make an insight check? Absolutely. <laughs> I think, is that even a thing in this? I think it's... Uh, sense motive? Sense, uh, it's something. There I is a there sense something. motive. That's a hard one. Well, because I know that there is a whole thing with androids where it just kind of like stuff can go over your head. Let me see what it is. Uh, no, it's called flat oh. affect. It's where you don't like project a facial expression. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think it's going over your head. Right, you know, you're right. Um... Is Elu an android? The card moves to yes. From Castrovel. The card remains in place. It would make sense that they are here in ghost form. Androids of their type do not have repressed consciousnesses. Consciousness, consciousnesses. Consciousnesses. Consciousness. Um, they are not source obstructed like those from Gal Galorian are. Elu, did you. You did not choose this for your is that is the box big enough to hold a body this is like a small box right like small box it is not large enough to hold the whole entire body you can, you can probably hold it in one arm elu did you choose this path for your afterlife is this the way you wanted to rest it moves to the top right corner where no is do you know Possibly. others in this situation the card does not move. Yes, Captain. I think you were about to be the others in that situation. Resh was offering that money because he's probably thinking he'd get a reward for bringing you. Elu, are you the only brain in that box? It moves to the question mark. I think it's just your brain in there. I hope it's your right card moves to C A N T S E E. Um, passenger, how big is an android's positronic brain? Maybe one from Castrovel. Uh, I couldn't tell you for certain on androids from 
Castravel. The mine is not particularly large. Most of what you see is a um, is built for aesthetic purposes. Have y'all heard a dog laugh before? Passenger with the self burn. <laughs> Isn't there a player stat where things just go over your head? Your brain's not very large. No, it's it's not very large. It's it's a chip. I'm sorry that yours requires mass to be functional. But my... Hey, is that a Kasathan joke? Because we're the Coneheads. It was, Captain. Oh. Well, but no, right. my positronic brain is not very large. No, it doesn't take up much space. This is mostly a aesthetically pleasing form from my homeworld. So there is a chance there's more than one android in that box, but Elu might be the only one that can speak to us because of whatever's going on with the fact that she's a ghost and can speak through a Faraday cage, which I'd love to know more about, but that's for another time. Um, the plan on the table is this. We double-cross Bancot. We keep Wretch in the dark. And as I'm saying this, I'm watching my datapad with the door notification to make sure that Wretch is still in his room, regardless of, you know, how early it is. And, Captain, um, we're going to have a talk later about how creepy it is that you can monitor doors like that. It's just... This... That's, that's just ship security, yeah. Remo. It's perfectly normal. Yeah. It's... It's a spaceship. I need to be in control. Regardless, we keep Wretch in the dark until we get to Avalon, and maybe even up until the point that we can transfer him to authorities or the tier or someone. We go to Avalon, we talk to the tier, and we see what they can do and see how they can help us. I don't want to make this decision myself. Are you all aboard? One hand holding the cannon, the other three raise a finger. Uh, if Wretch is smarter than, than we think he is, what if those gremlins were not an accident? What if he is smarter than we think? Because he, he thought that it was an accident. It's... Remember, he, he was like, oh yeah, let's blame it on you watching porn. <laughs> Cryptids? I don't think it was intentional, or he would not have gone along with that. They gave a dumb person a lot of money. Tapping into Rima's uh, psychic link to telepathy. Uh, Rima, Cryptus may actually be onto something. The, for once, the, um, it could be a act. They gave a stupid person this much money. Perhaps it's a ruse. We are days out from the nearest planet space station that I know of, so we need to treat it like he is dangerous. So our best bet is to pretend like none of this has ever happened. And pretend like we are still going to Akaton and we're excited for this deal and um DM Yes. Do our personal 
computers or, or, or PCUs or personal commute or yeah or, or personal computers, do they have a sort of galactic GPS standard like a cell phone might have? Like, can he look at his phone and see we've gone off course? Um, if it is connected to the ship's computer, because that's something that powerful would require something a bit larger, and your ship definitely has that. Your PCUs are only capable of that, like, on a specific info infosphere. Right now, the only infosphere you're connected to is your ships. So if he's connected to your ship, yeah, he can do that. Captain, um, in the interest of wretch being smarter than he's letting on, perhaps I should just run some computer diagnostics and ensure that he hasn't been monitoring, monitoring us. Um, and then perhaps if he's not monitoring us, perhaps we can find a way to jam his signal. That's a good idea. Definitely keep him out of the ship's data net. Um, the firewall did destroy one of those gremlins, but do a full diagnostic for sure. Keep him out of the data net if need be. Everything else has fallen apart yesterday on this bucket. So... Just tell him it's down if it becomes an issue. But I think we're all in agreement. Make sure you check the, uh... The mini ship that's attached to our big ship. The escape pods? Yeah. The <laughs> smoking it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. Do a full diagnostic of that as well. The lifeboat has some sensor capability. <laughs> Alright, I think we're all set. I'll get to work navigating and uh, setting a new course. Do we need to keep the box away from him? That's the other thing. It sets off an alarm every time we open it. So if someone can think up an idea of how to get Elu and any other androids out of that box without Wretch knowing, I'm happy to do that. As well, maybe That's... we could loop the EKG, EKG readings. Does Something the... Like does the box... Is this the box that had, like, the life sign reader on the side? Yeah, um, we put it in a Faraday. Captain, if we remove the Faraday cage, I can deplete the power that any I, I could I could remove power from that box. We don't know what that would do to Elu. That's a good Yeah. Point. That's a very good point. It's probably a bad idea. <laughs> they might just have to they might just have to ride it out. Ride it out. Do you hear me, Elu? We're going to make our best speed to Avalon. But we're all in danger if we open that box. It moves to yes, then T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U. Alright, like I said, if you come up with an idea of how to do it safely, let me know. I'm gonna go back to Ops and uh, work on the navigation. And remember, do not let Wretch know what we know. Everything. You know, you know, Captain, I am, I am an expert at bluffing and, and stealth. Right, Cryptus, uh, be sure to stay either by my side or in engineering. 
Absolutely, Captain. And then break. I turn to exit the galley, and as I turn to leave, I'm stupid, stupid, disconnect the power, stupid. And I make my way straight to the, um, straight, straight to the escape pods, where upon arriving, I'll, I'll go to work, uh, checking the, the sensors and systems that are there. All right. All right, so we'll come back to you on that, because that's going to take some time. Cryptus, what's your first move? I'm going to, to stomp off to engineering using my stealthy nature. Thump, thump, thump. You stomp your way up to engineering, and it's uh, relatively clean up there. I'll sit down. The engines look fine. Everything's fine. Look side to side. Pull out my, my personal device and start scrolling through the ship stuff. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you, you kind of fumble with your PCU a little bit. When you pick it up, you, you're looking at a, uh, a calendar date for a specific maintenance that you have forgotten to do. So you, you get go ahead and get started on that. All right. I look, I look at it for a little while. Oh, fine. I'll move to Rima. What are you doing next? Putting away the Ouija board so that uh, Wretch won't see it and ask any questions. And then I'm going to go to my room, see if I can wake him up. You open the door. He is awake already. Just kind of looking at his PCU. And he goes, ah. oh. Good morning, Rima. Good morning. You, uh, were you gonna come up for breakfast? His eyes get wide and he goes, yes, yes. And he hops down and he skitters on his way up to the galley. All right, I follow him back to the-, up to the galley with him. And I guess you guys start having breakfast and he looks at you and he goes, you know, Rima, we, we spend a lot of time in the galley. What do you do on this ship? That's a good question. <laughs> Public relations. <laughs> oh, I didn't know many ships had public relations on the boat. I, I just, you know, make sure everyone's comfortable. Well, I appreciate your company. No problem, no problem. Did you sleep well? Very. And he begins to sip some of the coffee from a dirty mug that he grabbed out of the sink. I, you're pretty sure it's the same mug that Captain Jin had just used. You know, Captain. we we got more mugs. You you didn't have to use that one. This one had has coffee in it already. Like like from earlier. It, it adds to the flavor. Okay. All right. They age like a fine used coffee. <laughs> All right, Captain Jin, what are you up to? Um, I'm in ops, and I'm just kind of thinking about like what Crypto said about are we underestimating the sky? How much danger are we in? And while passenger is approaching the idea from checking the sensors themselves to see if there's like any kind of connection that shouldn't be there 
I actually want to see if I can track like what signals have been going out from our ship since we've left left Castrobel. All right, go ahead and make a computer's check for me. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, you check to see if there is any signals, um, aside from the usual as far as um, scanning to see what's ahead, the you know, any sort of shielding or you know any sort of um, regular communication as far as like GPS and positioning. Um, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, I think um, I've been looking at like how ships work. We'd probably keep our active sensors on pretty much at all times just because that makes sense for a civilian vessel. And uh, yeah, there's that, there's the responder, and then there's like the handshake for, hey, is there an information satellite nearby? Okay, but there's nothing else. I don't see anything out of the ordinary. No, no. Um, this is a pretty commonly traveled um, route from Castrovel to Akaton. Not so much anymore since Castrovel is now at war, but um, there are little occasional satellite buoys that have been placed that you occasionally do get signals from, but nothing, nothing too terribly suspicious. Um, I'll probably check that, double check that, recheck that, and then after about an hour or so, I'm gonna start looking at the navigation charts and being like, okay, once we reach the edge of this sector, how do I plot a new course? And I wanna look and see what is in C8. Does my chart say that there's anything there, like a station or anything? Yes, there's actually a pretty... It, it's 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 kind of a... It's like a refueling station. It's it's rather large. It can handle... Um, separate, it can handle large ships, small ships. Um, it, it's it's just the... Uh, it's just like a, like a mid-lane... It's kind of... I don't want to call it a gas station, but it's it's a place to refuel, resupply, and it's... it's Because it, it's in within the center of Octurn, Akaton, Castrovel, and Avalon. So it's... It's it's really well-placed if you need to restock on anything. I send a group text. I, I go to the group text, one of our mini ones, I'm sure, and I message uh, ship stop station, yes or no. Truck stop, ship stop. I don't know what you would call it. Remus and Zach, no, might raise questions. Uh, Cryptus sends back Yosoki get away on sh on stations. I mean, there's not many places he could go. I wait to see if passenger like does it go re red for passenger? Passenger has red. Interesting. All right, I keep that. I I I don't say anything else. So, I, I didn't quite get that last bit. Can you re repeat that again? I, I don't say anything else in the group text. And so, like, whenever it comes time to make a navigation check, I'm going to be moving us into C10 instead of B7. Uh, you said C10. All right. Since um, you've been traveling relatively near that go ahead and make a piloting check for me if you beat a dc um <clears throat> 15 we can go ahead and say that you travel into that and we can roll for another how long for the time that'll take for you to get through c10 
Ooh, 12. All right, 12. All right, so tomorrow we will roll for how uh, you have one more day. That's how you charted it. That's how far it'll take. Can you what? Say that instead of like doing a hard turn in space to like reorient, I just kind of gradually do it so that there's no like, hey, why is the ship turning? You, 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 you kind of take the long way around. Um, but yeah, you know in about a day, you, you we can roll again to see how long it'll take you to get through C-10. All right. Is there anything? Let's let's head back to Rima and uh, Wretch. So when we land on Akaton, how long is it going to take to get to Vamcot? Oh, it should... You know, we'll want to, you know, leave the ship in in one of the in the city we in the spaceport, and then we'll probably take a land vehicle about in two hours north. Vanguard has this massive mansion in a in a basically a atmosphere bubble. Um, it's wonderful. Several hundred rooms. It's like a massive resort. It's fantastic. Nice, nice. Do you think the ship will be safe in port? No. I've heard we'll, some we'll, things we'll, back we'll Make sure it's safe. I've never had a problem. But then again, I've never had a ship. Does make you more of a target. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Alright. Um, Cryptus, passenger, is there anything in particular you guys wanted to do? I would, at the very least, be uh, checking to see if there's any sort of connection been made from... I, I would assume I'm pretty familiar with any signature left behind by any of our personal PCUs. Um, but I, So I'd be, I'd, I'd be looking to see if any other uh, PCU, Wretch's PCU, had connected to our ship um, and transmitted data, um, received data, downloaded data, things like that. Um, go ahead and make a computer's check and a perception check for me. Let's see. Uh, do you care what order I do them in? I do not. Okay, I'll do the just, just call them out before you roll them. Do computers first. Uh, not great. It's a nine. And then the perception check. Better. 15 or 16? 16. 16 minus... No. Uh, 16 plus 1. 17. Alright, cool. So we'll do your computer's check first. Um, it took you a way longer than it should have been. Yeah, after a while you realize, oh, I can just check and see how I can see what, what's connected to. His PCU is connected to it, but it was only to play music so far it wasn't it hasn't connected to any sort of gps or anything like that um but for your perception check as you rummage around you do find i think like a massive pack of like cigars in like you find like a like it's not a glove box but like one of the seats it opens up and there's like a compartment underneath um you find like a massive pack of cigars um you do find a laser azimuth pistol that's kind of got like some wet stuff on it um, it, it, it feels like water, it's cold, but it's not, like, the same consistency as water. It's clear. Um, 
what else would you find? And you, you find a, a, a small box, and when you open it up, it's got, like, some, like, foodstuffs in it. Some, like, dried goods. Cigars, pistol. Okay. I'll take out my PCU and snap a picture of it. And I'll go into the group texts and see that I missed one from Captain. And just, damn it, let's do this. Um, and I'll go ahead and I'll fire off a picture. I'll, I'll fire off a picture of the pistol to our internal group chat and say, "Found these items inside the escape pod." Hashtag miniship and. <laughs> <laughs> um, found, found these items inside the escape pod uh, they're covered in gross I, I'm 100% sure these are wretches I guess somebody thought he was leaving the ship this is all text you've left, did you take the pistol? I'm still in here with the items don't, don't let the Yosoki have a gun captain, don't let him leave the gun I'm sorry, what what did we find in the lifeboat? I received a picture of a pack of cigars, a laser azimuth pistol, and some food underneath one of the seats in the used escape pod. Cat. Okay. I respond. Bring all of that to me in the bridge. Lock the lifeboat's door and put up a warning sign somehow of like electrical issues or something. We can just say that he caused them. Captain, uh, text. I believe I could. We might be able to fashion a trap here. Remove the pistol, obviously. Let him go smoke a cigar in there again. He pulls the lever to launch the hatch, and it just locks him in. Hmm. Um. Jin is thinking. We might have ourselves a way to lock himself in the brig. I'll... Prima Go goes to the bathroom so she can check her phone because it's been buzzing like crazy while she's been talking with the wretch and sees that passenger wants to lock him in the escape pod and says, no, he might die from lack of food or water. Um, real quick, I want to know what Jin knows about these life boats. The uh, rulebook just says that it has an onboard computer that automatically detects the nearest celestial body and minimal thrusters to get the craft there. So what does this Jin think that this thing could make? Like, it can't make FDL, right? I imagine it can make FDL, but not very quickly. I mean, I 
I guess it would be more of a... I'll have to review the book, but I would imagine he would have to reach some asteroid or planet that's nearby that's not on, like, the main chart where it's populated. Yeah, well, I mean, they probably wrote this, again, with the base setting being of everything taking place in one star system, so it's like, oh, yeah, sure, you're... Definitely have to homebrew, like, an asteroid or some class whatever planet. So, if Jin is going to be sitting there thinking, he's like, if I was wretch, if I was going to double-cross these people, etc., um, how many days out from Akaton would I wait before I use this ship to get away? That's what I want Jin to try to figure out. And then I want him to also be like, I know, because that's my lifeboat. I know that you need to be these many days away from Akaton to get there. Like, Sorry to make you get the book out, but I'm trying to make it open to the right page. So go ahead and roll twice. 1d6 plus 2. Roll that twice. He's not going to try to cross us while we're not on Akaton, because he wants us to get there. Alright, so you would imagine that you have about another week to 12 days to get to Akaton from where you were before you made the turn. Um, so if Wretch is capable at guessing that, or if he's just going off of your initial, hey, it's going to take us two weeks to get there, uh, depends on which he's going to go by. If he knows how to, you know, star chart and plot a course, then he's probably going to guess that, that shorter time. Okay. Okay. I'm going to respond and say, I think he was setting all this up for when we get in system. <sighs> this worries me. Um, don't remove the pistol, because that will reveal what... That'll let him know that we know. But do disable the lifeboat's ability to launch. Passenger. Okay. It's disable the way that if there was an emergency and we needed that lifeboat, you could re-enable it. Uh, Cryptus sends back a text to that, and it's like, in quotations, Oh no, I've been shot by the Yasoki! Who could have seen this coming? With a slash sar S for sarcasm. Um, I, I would, I would, I'll send back a text, uh, yes sir. And I begin attempting to do that, and I would, I would set a password and uh, send the password back through group chat that this is the override sequence. I also text, can you disable that gun? Require an engine. Is it a, what type of pistol is it? Smith. Ooh. Just take the bullets out of it. What type of ammunition does it use? Battery. Battery. What does... Does it glow? What does it do? Hold on, let me grab that book. Yeah, there's a picture of it, right? Yeah. Uh, the problem Get is, it. though, that you can, you can recharge batteries with spaceships. Like, there's, like, recharge stations all over the spaceship, probably. So even if we're, like, drain the battery or whatever... He can just plug it in real quick. Not if you remove it. 
entirely. Yeah, but then the weight will change, and he might. I'm just trying to like think of the way to keep the whole stop his plans, but not let him know that we know. It doesn't look like it glows or anything. Um, at least based on the picture I'm looking at. Oh, you are you looking to see if the pistol glows itself? No. Yeah, I'm just looking to see if there's any sort of, um, well, you know, sci-fi weaponry could be extra fancy and shiny and have little glowy lights and stuff. I mean, it is, but it doesn't have glowy lights on it. Uh, does this use an energy cell as, as a laser pistol? Um, I take... I reach down to the pistol and I cast transfer energy and I deplete the energy cell completely and transfer it into uh, one of the ship systems nearby. Um, so you, you just any system. All right. So I'll, I'll take that. Um, so you to a, a system that I would know was okay to transfer it to. <laughs> so, so, you, so you say the little incantation, you kind of make the little symbol with your hand, and then you move your hand over, and you, you, you know the spell worked. You know that it depleted the battery, but then the music starts blasting. And it's like some Isokian like, rap music that you're not familiar with, and you guys just hear this boom, 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 coming from the... Uh, <laughs> And then it then it goes away after it depletes that energy. Uh, I swipe on myself. I, I swipe on my PCU to pull up the same security systems Captain Jen was looking at earlier and see if doors are opening. No doors are opening. Group text. What was that? Uh, what was what? It was music. That was... Rima, Rima thought it was just uh, Cryptus walking. Does does Starfinder have DM inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just really good. Um, I respond, the pistol plays music? Question mark? It stopped when the battery emptied. I removed its ammunition, but left the cell in it. It's just an empty cell, is what I send back. It shouldn't affect the weight any, per your concerns. Alright. Um, I would also... Do you think it's a safe bet that there's a way to recharge, per what Patrick was saying, inside of this? Um, oh yeah, the, it's its own little, like, tiny mini mini ship, as uh, I'll go Ashley to, said. It definitely has the ability to recharge. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take one of the panels off and like disconnect a wire that like goes to that recharging station so that when he pulls the trigger and it, nothing happens, he can't just like slam it into this port and get full ammo again. Like he'll have right. to, he'll have to go down the hall to another one or something. Right. I, I, I take a picture of whatever I've just jerry-rigged. Do I need to make a roll for this, by the way? Uh, for some general electrical. I'm not going to make you make a roll for that. So I take a picture of the wire uh, and the wiring harness, and it's leaning a little purple tip, plugs into a little purple tip. And I'm like, if you're in this pod and you need to recharge your weapon, plug this back in. And I just send it. <laughs> Don't get shocked. 
I'm on my way back to the bridge, Captain. All right, so anything else that anyone else wants to do during this day? So the last thing Cryptus does is, as he's working on his engine, he looks to the, you know, to the right, looks to the left, just making sure no one else is in here. He puts his PCU, like, on the phone next to him and unlocks it and so on. Hey, hey, Elu, put, put in some music you like. Um, it's, uh, unfortunately, you do not have the knowledge of how to set up a proper Ouija board to speak with ghosts, so nothing happens. <laughs> Unfortunately. Ah, the silent type. Yeah, I appreciate that. We can work in silence. Sorry, Cryptus. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to assume that is it for the day. Um, uh, Captain Jin, why don't we go ahead and roll our 1d6 plus 2 to see how long it'll take us to get through section C10, sector C10. Five days. All right, we're going to get to about, let's say you guys are waking up around the same time. Yes or no? Correct. All right, so, um, Captain Jen, who is, or let me guess, let me ask this. This is a better question. At 0400, is everyone asleep? Cryptus yeah. is asleep. All right, so... Captain Jin, you start getting alarms going off on your PCU. Not your normal morning alarm. I wake up and pull up my PCU. Pull my team. Um, there is a ship nearby. On long range scanner. Uh... Is the alarm only in my PCU, or do I hear an alarm going off on the ship? I have It's not on the ship unless you go to the operations, so you can probably hear one going off at all. Okay. I quickly just throw... I, I, I probably sleep in the second skin just because it's pretty utilitarian. Uh, so I just run to the operations from my room. I grab my sidearm. And I run to operations. So you are in operations. You are the only one awake. I want to know what's going on before I, like, freak everyone out. So I'm running to the nearest terminal to pull up the sensors. There's a ship about, you know, uh, probably about 14 hours out that you have detected and has detected you. And they are currently trying to hail you. Trying to hail me? Okay. Um... I run back to my room, grab my face cover, and the um, webbing, what was it called? I just want to make sure I look, yeah, my camo membrane that looks like a Kasathan poncho. And I run back to the bridge, and I kind of like slap myself awake, and I am about to answer the hail, and I'm like, I should probably try to learn a little bit more about this. I want to see if there's any other information I can get about this ship with our sensors. Sure. Uh, let's see. I believe that is a computer's check. Yeah, that's a computer's check. 29. 
Very good, very good, very good. It is a large freighter. Um, it doesn't bear the markings of any particular organization. Um, there's no tier or Phoenix industry sort of marking. There's no individual planet marking. This appears to be a freelance ship. Um, its transponder signal does seem to state that it's, oh shoot, where was that name? Hold on, let me check my notes real quick. Um, ah, yes, it, it is Captain Altham is the, is the captain of this ship, and it seems to be called many things. And no, I don't mean it's called multiple different things. I mean, the name of the ship itself is many things. What was the name of that captain again? Altham, he said. Creed, can you hear me? Oh, yes, I'm on push to talk, sorry. Yes, that Altham, A-L-T-H-A-M. And you said it was a large freighter? very large freighter um you are detecting it's at least a tier 10 ship you're detecting at least tier 10 weaponry i will remind you that your ship is a tier one technically tier two okay um having ascertained that information i Go back to my room. I don't answer the hail. I put on my full uniform, like the actual uniform, make myself presentable, and I'm texting the the, the group as I'm getting ready. Um, I'm sure because we've we've traveled together for so long. I'm sure there's something I can text or some kind of signal I can send out that will activate their alarms to wake up as well. Not like emergency alarms, but hey, wake up. Like a hey, check check. Yeah, as I'm getting ready. So as soon as you all get that one special alarm that basically says, hey, get to your station immediately, um, you'll have different tones for it, but everyone should be waking up unless they choose not to. I also send a text message, go to ops. Cryptus is up immediately. Like, this is like some kind of trigger that he set it to. And he is up. His Golem Forge plating is on. Fire extinguisher attached. Reaction cannon on the back. And he shoots out a text Don't forget your fire extinguishers. Starts marching up to the ops. Rima? I, I want to be there first. Yeah, Rima, Rima gets up and also wakes up um, Wretch and says, hey, there could be an emergency. Stay here. I'll let you know what's going on. He wakes up and he goes, I really wish you had just left me asleep. I didn't want you to fall out of bed again if anything happens. Go take care of it. Yeah, yeah. Passenger? Uh, passenger would, have, would wake up to the alarm and be pretty versed and what what this means and he'll probably uh look over at maybe one of his on-screen terminals and just get a bit of a an update as to what's happening as he 
puts on his, um, what is it, what do I have? I think it's second skin as well. Yep, second skin. Um, and he'll grab his weapon, he'll grab his, his staff and sort of give it a little flourish and put it on his back. And he'll holster his semi-automatic pistol. Um, as he's on his way out of the room, he'll sort of straighten his lab coat that he throws on over his second skin, makes his way to operations. All right, you all meet at operations. And when Cryptus walks in, this is like a different Cryptus to snarky Cryptus. It's just disciplined, straight. Captain, imposing or friendly? Imposing. Um, so it's like sci-fi, like a sci-fi show where it's like you've got the view screen like kind of up in the air. We're all looking up at it and like on screen I have whatever sensor profile I can make out of this massive ship. And I'm like, whatever this thing is, they're hailing us and they are making their way towards us. So as Griffiths looks at, at the ship, he's like, oh yeah. He takes off his reaction cannon and puts it sort of aside so that any hail will not show the reaction cannon. He's like, we need to be uh, friendly to this one. Yeah, yeah. It I has hope... bigger guns than us, Rima. Yeah. 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 I see that. Um, I only want Cryptus on screen when I hail them. So, passenger, uh, get to a terminal that is out of view. Rima, other side of the room. And once they do that, I answer the hail. Passenger takes a position out of out of screen. On screen comes a a rather aged human. Um, he's he's got a kind of a white beard, white long long white hair, and he's in what looks like just like a leather coat. And underneath the leather coat is like a full on suit. And behind him, you see several um, very well dressed androids, kind of at like their station. And he greets you. He goes, "Hello, I'm uh, I'm Captain Altham. You guys haven't answered. You guys have just now. I'm sorry to wake you up so early, but uh, we've run into you, and we see that you are carrying some sort of supplies, and we wanted to know if you want to dock and make a trade." Morning, Captain. Yes, we're running on Capturable time right now. Uh, so, so four hundred. I'm surprised that we don't have a uh, night crew. No, we're, we're a smaller vessel, as you can see. This is a Clydesdale class. Uh, right now we're only running on a, a smaller Um, What were you hoping to trade, Captain? Well, I was hoping to see what you had and then let you on board to our, our several vendors to purchase from. I... I make a motion off screen with one of my lower hands uh, that I'm hoping Rima is looking at, and I sign language, what do you make of this guy? Hoping that she'll sense motive. <laughs> Rima signs back after doing sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to get your attention, so this is an easy roll. Just don't roll a one. No, it's the sense motive for... Um... The, the other captain, captain if I think he's legit or not. Okay, that's going to be higher than what I was planning. <laughs> uh, 
22. 22, not bad. Um, from what you can gather, this ship is a is not one ship that you've seen before from your reading that is a custom built one as you can tell but he doesn't you don't know anything about this captain you don't know anything about him it could go either way he could be lying um but then at the very last minute as you're thinking about it you're like well if he wanted to just you know screw us over his ship is nearly 10 times the power ours is if he could if he wanted to screw us over he would just do it without asking all right, Rima signs back. Seems legit. Trust him. I signed to Rima. I can't see your sign language, so telepathy me. Telepathy <laughs> <laughs> me. I'm like, I respond. All right, Captain. Uh, well, you are in luck. I do have a couple of pallets of really fine Lashunta tequila in the cargo hold. How do you want to do this? His eyes sort of open up a little bit. Ah, I may make a personal purchase today. Sure, send over a heading and I'll match it. A little, your computer beeps and it, you see the little heading when where he is committed to an all-stop. You're about 10 hours out. I'm trying to picture like how Newtonian this must be. Like he flips a burn and we flip the burn. I'm sure there's non-Newtonian magical energy engines or whatever. It's warm. And I'm like, all right, Captain, uh, we'll meet you there. Looks like the ETA is uh, seven hours. You're around Sounds good. noon-ish. And then he cuts communication. I look at the, everyone. What do we think? Permission to speak, Captain. Cryptus still seems like like his all, all four arms are behind his back. He's standing at attention. Very, very formal. Do it. Go ahead. They appear to have androids, sir. They may detect the, uh, you-know-what. We might be able to get their help with this. Were I in this captain's shoes with a vessel like that, and presumably the resources available to him, and I was told this same tale, I I would detain everyone on board that vessel and bring them to the authorities. Probably back on Castrovel. And I look around yeah. and anyone disagrees. Nope, we'll we'll get caught in that net. We need to do this on our own terms, not with a freelancer out in the middle of space. So let's try not to bring it up. Elu, if you're there, um, we are going to help you. These people might help you as well, but it would not go well for us. So please don't make your presence known. Rima, you feel like a little nervous feeling come up out of nowhere. It'll be fine, Elu. We're just... We're just making some trades right now. And then we'll be on our way to Avalon. All right, well, you guys are up. You guys are making your way to the many things. Three coffee strong, please. 
Rima heads first back to her room to let Reg know, hey, we're going to dock with the freighter to trade some of this tequila we got. Um, we should be back on course soon. He gets nervous and looks at you and he goes, what ship is it? Uh, many things. He thinks for a minute. Goes, is it okay if I stay hidden? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm gonna stay in here. Sure, suit yourself. Um, we're... It's gonna take us a few hours to, to reach him. Um, I'm not sure how long we'll be docked, but we should be on our way by the end of the day. And then Rima goes and uh, starts some coffee. Jin doesn't know that she does that, so like probably right as soon as she leaves her room, he's going to come on the ship's intercom, and he'll say, uh, Folks, this is your captain speaking. Uh, we have set a course for a rendezvous with a freelance freighter, the Many Things, captained by Captain Alpham. Uh, looks like it's just a friendly interaction looking to make some trades. Uh, none of our, none of our guests need to worry about their privacy. This will be, uh, strictly business, cargo bay only. He immediately thinks to himself, I'm getting the hang of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, was there anything anyone wanted to do in particular between now and when you reach the many things? I just make sure everyone is armed and ready. Um, so, at some, I, I figure this is probably pretty standard, but Cryptus will just plug into if the many things is saying what its security protocols are. Oh yeah, they they advertise that pretty quickly. So, um, just make a computer's check just to make sure you don't bungle it. Just don't roll a one. Why would you say that? You've rolled off the table. We rolled a three. All right. So um, it takes a little bit. Um, you, the, the messaging goes back and forth. They're like, what do you want? Oh, oh yeah. And they send the, um, their security officer sends you the security protocol. They ask that, you know, no weapons on board. We won't show our security office, office um, security officers if you don't. Um, the only weapons we allow you to carry on board are those that are purchased on board. Uh, no smoking, no, um, no hacking, no, you know, harming us. And then there's like this long legal document that you just accept. It's just stand standard and standard document. Click, click, click. Passenger, Freeman? Yeah. Oh, sorry, continue. I was just going to say, ca Captain, pretty standard security protocols, nothing no weapons, so we should have someone stay on the ship. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Um, passenger, I think that might be best for you. Well, there are androids on board. Were you interested in speaking with them at all? Uh, Captain, if I might make a recommendation, perhaps we complete our trade of our wares and then be on our way. Uh. Uh, I, I agree, I agree. I don't think we'll be buying much of anything on board that vessel. Um, I just... I don't know. Pass will stay on board the ship. Rima stay with them. Cryptus and I will go over. Sounds good. 
All right. Anything we want to cover before we head over? Hey, Captain. Yeah, Rima. Wretch seemed like he didn't want this ship to know he was here. Um, you might want to try subtly asking about him or Bancott. See if they've had any interactions. I text back. Uh, thank you, Rima, but I'm gonna chalk this one up to just the reason he's paying us 5,000 extra credits is privacy. Um, I don't want to bring him up. Not for them. Alright, I'm going to assume the silence means we are good to fast forward till then. Yep. So you guys get to the many things. It is a large, almost super freighter uh, that is well armed. Um, you, you are given docking clearance. Um, as soon as you guys land in their sort of docking bay hangar, who is going to be in the cargo hold? Me and Cryptus. Cryptus? Okay. You guys lower your cargo bay onto the hangar floor and you're greeted by Captain Altham and there's, you know, you, there's no one else with him, but there are other uh, androids working around in the hangar itself, but he seems to be by himself and he reaches out a hand and he says, Captain Jin, welcome aboard the deck of many things. I'm leaving. <laughs> I, uh, shake his hand. Uh, actually, I don't shake his hand. I kind of give him a respectful bow from a distance. I social distance with Captain. Right. And right. uh, thank you for inviting us aboard. Um, do you normally do this, meeting with strange ships in the night? Well, it's space, so it's always night. But, um, no, we, I, we make plenty of trades with planets, governments, freelance traders. I'm, I kind of look around at his vessel. I'm like, yeah, I think I'd like to do that too if I had to ship this. Slot. What, what class of ship is this? It's custom. Had it custom made out of my own personal uh, wealth. Sold everything just to make it. Wow, that's the life. You're telling me. Now I see you have a lot of wine to help with that life. How yeah, yeah, I, all the, well, not all of the tequila, probably 1,300 credits worth of the tequila is behind us. I'm sorry, what? I'll, I'll, I'll purchase it off, what's your price? Uh, fiddlesticks. What the heck is my price? <laughs> I want to, I want to retcon something. And that I group texted everyone, hey, what should we try to make from 1,300 credits worth of tequila? 2,600? You, you, oh, you immediately get back a shopping list of, it says bonding epoxy, engineering is running low, gear clamps, we could use a few extra, uh, multiple hygiene kits. Uh, notice last time we were out and about that we only had 
four space suits and if one of them breaks we're screwed um <laughs> uh and uh upb if we can afford it all right oh. so it's clock i think this is a good time <laughs> to take to stop here so that you guys can get together any supplies um we will do the haggling at the beginning of the next session um thank you guys so much the deck of many things how long have you been Uh, sitting on that garbage creed years (laughs) (laughs) i love it that's so good the deck of many uh, things Oh, oh goodness! I this was fun. I really enjoyed this. Oh man! Ah, thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. We're gonna go ahead and end the stream here. We will be back next Saturday at eight o'clock. Seems to be our regular time. Uh, we'll be back here at eight o'clock ish for to find out what happens on the deck of many things. If you Yeah. What fate awaits us. If you enjoyed what we're doing here, uh, please give us a uh, like or a subscribe or however these are follow here on Twitch. If you want to support us, there's a few ways you could do that. We do have a Patreon. Like I said, a moment ago, you can do the Twitch subscription. Also word of mouth. We're a growing podcast. And telling people about us is the single best way you can help us. And it doesn't cost you anything. And we're in pandemic mode, so we're not buying pizza for our in-person sessions. So, you know, we don't really need that. But tell your friends, and that'll help us even more. So it's all good times. You can find our podcasts uh, by searching Into the Dungeon on Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, and Spotify. Uh, or you can find all of our information about our shows on our website at inthedungeon.com, including the links to those places. This has been another episode of Starfinder on the Into the Dungeon Network. Thank you so very much for being here. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.